Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, Jesse Thorne out dealing with some family stuff this week, uh, but he will be back uh, as soon as he is able. Um, but we will soldier on here at Jordan, Jesse Go because... Well, it's the life we've chosen for ourselves. Uh, is it honorable? No, absolutely not. But uh, we will fuck around because we've been compelled to fuck around these past 13 years, and gosh darn it, um, we're not about to let that streak go without a fight. Um, in Jesse's place, I have two of my uh, two of my absolutely favorite uh, funny people and uh, people you have heard on this program before, and I'm sure you will be excited to hear our back. Uh, our first guest today is a uh, comic and improviser whose credits include the UCB Theater, the Asian AF Comedy Tour, and uh, the really terrific podcast Everything Is Rent. Uh, Sarah Classbull. Hi, Sarah. Welcome back to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so honored to be one of your favorite funny people. Sure, yeah. I don't What a uh, dream. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't throw around that label willy-nilly. Well, I've got something to journal about tonight. I tell you what. <laughs> uh, I lo- I love knowing <laughs> I made it in the journal. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot. It's just the things that I'm cooking right now and then who thinks I'm nice. Um, <laughs> so you've made it. Yes. I'm 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 right there next to uh curry experiment. <laughs> Honestly, you are. I've got a great curry recipe. Hit me up. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, our second guest uh, is a beloved regular on this show. He is a uh, stand-up comic and podcaster who has a new stand-up comedy special out called Rescue Cactus that you can buy or rent now. Uh, Chris Fairbanks. Chris Fairbanks, welcome back to the show. Hey, Jordan. How's it going, buddy? Oh, it's going okay. Um, I wanted to to open up today's chat um, by telling you guys about a little journey that I have been on, um, an unexpected journey, uh, if you will. Um, but before I, I, I lay this all out for you, I wanted to ask you guys what your experience slash toleration level is like for the Lord of the Rings Hobbit oh. universe <laughs> of, God. of products. I thought you were going to ask me if I've accepted uh, Jesus Christ as my Savior. It really seemed like you were going on a spiritual. It seemed like I was going there. Didn't yeah, you? yeah, that or Scientology. <laughs> yeah, the show has really changed since you've been on last, Chris. God, I mean, if we're talking Lord of the Rings, it honestly might be spiritual um, for many. Yes. Yeah. Have you heard the good news about Gandalf? <laughs> I don't mean to bother you, but do you have a few minutes to hear about Gandalf the Grey? This Bible was left here by the hobbits. <laughs> um, yeah, do you, is are, are you guys? Did you guys read Tolkien as a kid? Did you see the movies? Uh, uh, yeah, what's your what's your experience with this stuff? Um, I've seen all the movies uh, and love them. I think they're great. Even the Hobbit, which is. Uh, kind of boring and should not have been more than one movie. I loved it. There's songs and stuff in it. So that always wins me over. I didn't uh, read the books, but I read The Hobbit like one billion years ago when I was. (laughs) Do you guys know how old I am? In the age Um, of the first men when the (laughs) ants. Sorry, I'm going to 
Stop trying to do that. <laughs> That's how old I was. It was in the age of the first men. Right? I was in sixth grade. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I, uh, I've watched like the first or second movie, like the extended cut that is like so many hours long. And they're great. Yeah. What is, what's the difference between the extended cut and the theatrical cut? There's just more information. Good. Like, um, I think that is what those, <laughs> <laughs> those movies are light on is information. Yeah, you you know what I hate about uh, the Lord of the Rings movies is there's not enough terms. There's right. not enough uh, people to learn about. Uh, you don't know the history of every single article of clothing, and thank God the extended cut gets that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and I think I think obviously what we're missing is I think when you walked out of those movies, you know, in the late '90s or whenever they were released, you were like, "That was good," but I wanted to hear more about the power vacuum in Gondor. <laughs> Uh, so, okay. So, but you, okay. So it sounds like you, you, you like these, are these something that you've like, are you like, do you rewatch them periodically? Do you stop when they're on TV or do you just like go in the theater and then leave them behind? I've, um, I've rewatched a a couple here and there, but it's been years. I, um, I just (laughs) watched all of the Harry Potter films recently uh and had that thought of like we got to do lord of the rings next so um maybe i'll rewatch them by the end of this podcast i will have rewatched all of the movies so (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) that's how long this is right these are yeah (laughs) these are these are 12 hour podcasts good yes perfect (laughs) uh chris do you have you ever ingested this stuff uh i mean i as a young person my first job at a t-shirt shop i did a a series of Bilbo Baggins Hobbit t-shirts. And then I did the voice of a troll on for Nintendo's GameCube game, the Two Towers game. Wait, hold on. That's really amazing. Why do I not know this about you? Uh, I don't know. I'd never, because the GameCube, I was embarrassed because it seemed like that was a failure console. Uh, That had some good games. But yeah, it was one of the troll. It was me and then two other giant truck driver guys. This was back when I lived in Austin. There was a lot of voiceover work that would just come to us as stand-ups there. I kind of miss how easy it was to to uh, drunkenly stumble onto paid work there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and because it's Austin and every other building is a bar, you are constantly drunk. Yeah, or yeah, it's really an accepted lifestyle there. Uh, but sure. I, uh, I, I talk like this in the hole. Is there meat in your pocket? Like that's basically. Uh, Chris, so I, did, I had to drink. That's really uh, good. I had to drink a lot of water and I had a sore throat for days. But it was hours of. Uh, I think it was just interstitial play. Most of it, you know, where you watch a scene play out. Um, mm-hmm. But I have I've only watched a couple of the movies, uh, and and even when I was trying to remember if I had watched it, I was thinking of uh, the movie Willow. So I'm <laughs> I am a little embarrassed. I know they're good, and I'm surprised to hear Sarah that they're singing singing in the new Hobbit. It's like a musical. Oh, um, God, I wish it was a musical. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's more of uh, like the. 
I can't, it, the hobbits are no, there's a group of people uh, or non, non people um, beings that like have little uh, dirges. Thank you. That's actually what they, pref- that's what they yeah. prefer, Sarah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Non-people. Beings. <laughs> Don't call they them are... pecs. What if everything I referenced was from Willow? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, that's interesting. I did not know. I, I didn't get caught up in it. I've of course seen the first, you know, the one, the I know Ian McClellan is in it, and and Rudy uh, from Goonies is in it, but I have not. Uh, I never got that into it, and then and I think you know about me that I'm not a huge reader, as I've already proven, uh, just <laughs> in the last five minutes. But yeah, I I wasn't too into it, but I am proud. I am glad that I got to drop that I was in that game. I wish I had a sample of. Were those of actual the... lines? Was you were you just riffing? Is yes, there meat in your was, pocket, or what did you actually a, say? Is there meat in your pocket? There was a lot of talk of mutton. <laughs> right. Where's the mutton? Like I was constantly yelling about meat in someone's pocket. Like these trolls in the game, at least, are constantly looking for pocket meat. <laughs> and it seems like a specific cut of meat. I don't know much. There wasn't an origin backstory they supplied us with. I just uh, yell and then was able to do that with my voice. Um, but it, it was it was really fun. I it's one of the many things that I did there, like uh, and a lot of uh, voiceover for anime that was in a, a Japanese, and then we would just react to it and. I wish I had samples of that stuff so badly, but, uh, you know, it's hard to go back 20 years and ask for a, <laughs> a, a demo tape. Chris, I guarantee you someone listening has that GameCube yeah. game. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I. So if you want to give out your P.O. box, someone will yeah, mail it to you. I, I, over the years, I've discovered that people do know about it, and it was, you know, the Two Towers, of course, a... a Lord of the Rings, uh, loosely based on 9-11, but I, I haven't, uh, <laughs> I haven't ever played it or, you know, you know, Mark Wahlberg could have stopped the Siege of Helm's Deep. If he was there, if Mark Wahlberg was at the Siege of Helm's Deep, he could yeah, have stopped yeah. it. At least it's not The Rock. You know, The Rock, all he's going to do is let everyone die and only save his immediate family. That's a uh, <laughs> San Andreas reference. I don't know if you oh, guys. Uh, it's yeah. also oh. a, a skyscraper reference. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's any. <laughs> <laughs> You're right in my wheelhouse. Let's talk the rock movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> um, okay, so I. I, as a kid, when you are a, when you're a, a, a nerdy, a nerdy child, which I was, uh, very clearly, I think I, I presented as a, as a nerdy child, um, you have Tolkien stuff just shoved into your hands <laughs> all the time by every relative who, like, doesn't know what to get you for right. a birthday or, like, you know, a librarian who's trying to encourage you, like, like, oh, look at this. Dorcas, like here you go. Take this elf book. Like, <laughs> right. I, I, I had you know, I, I had it pushed on me so hard, and I, I, I remember sitting down to read The Hobbit as a kid, and just being like, "Fuck this! This is so boring. I don't know any of these words." Um, 
and just and just like resenting every time someone told me, "Oh, you you haven't you haven't read the Hobbit?" Like, <laughs> oh, that's the worst. Yeah. You it, you because it says a lot about how they perceive you too. Of like, <laughs> you right. are definitely a nerd. You belong in this world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and then and then like the movies came out when I was in high school, and I and I went. I remember going to like a midnight show with my buddy Ryan Christian, who was like a super Tolkien guy, and like falling asleep and then waking up and like the movie still had an hour left and just being <laughs> mad. And I'm like, I like, like, th- like just thinking that it sucked, not, you know, not being able to follow anything. And then also just like, because they were such a phenomenon, like people would just tell me that I looked like a hobbit all the time. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, who is that actor that everyone always came up to you? Not John C. Riley, but there was some actor that, and every time they said, you look like that. And you're like, yes, thank you. A guy who's known for being strange looking. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it, yeah, a guy I, with white curly hair. I forget. I get a couple. I get like, I get uh, at the height of the Osbournes, I got Jack Osborne all the time. Oh, sure. Okay. I, I got, yeah, I get that. There's like, like older people like to tell me that I look like Michael J. Pollard, the comic relief from Bonnie and Clyde. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and at this point in my life, you know, I have come to accept that I do, I do look a little hobbity. I have curly, long curly hair and I, 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 I do. I have a hobbit's energy. I just have it. It comes out. <laughs> it, it I, I do. I seem like a, a man who eats a meal between breakfast and brunch. <laughs> and, and there's I, no shade to that, um, especially no. right now. I'm eating six or seven meal, full meals a day. <laughs> sure. Now, yeah. Now the hobbit diet doesn't seem that weird, does mm-hmm. it? Um, so, yeah, I've come to like accept it. But at the time, I was just like a self-conscious virgin and didn't want to be told I looked like anything because it, it just implied that it would be longer until I had sex. (laughs) But I, there was that, I think it was Bonnie and Clyde Pollard was on and he's young in it. He's like, maybe not even 30. Yeah. And he was not a bad looking dude. He, and he does look like you. I I saw that and I said, okay, this is actually kind of strange. Certainly related uh, it looks like he could possibly be. Why am I? That sounded like Yoda, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <clears throat> Certainly related. He could possibly be. Uh, and begun the Clone Clone Wars have. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Look like Michael J. Pollard. You do. And yeah. begun the Clone Wars have. <laughs> Pod race. We will. Uh, but yeah, yeah. That famous would... Yoda line. Pod race. We will. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God he didn't have to be in that movie. Um, yeah, yeah. I was surprised that he was like, I, I dare I say handsome. Yeah. Okay, I, I'm, I'm okay it. looking like, look, looking like Michael J. Pollard, looking like a young Michael. I, I'm fine with that. I think I'm, I'm coming to grips with like what I look like, uh, finally at 38 <laughs> and just like being okay with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. and yeah, so I was able, so, so I, I don't like Lord of the Rings. I don't like it. And when the Hobbit movies, when the Hobbit movies came out, I was like, God, they're going to do more of these. Um, and so, yeah, so I, I've never seen any of the hobbits and Mm. I, so I, so, so, so cut to now, I'm saying (laughs) cut to, by the way. Um, and 
I have I have a job where I have to write a movie and I don't know how to do it. So I have been like kind of sitting down and watching like classic movies and taking taking note of the structure. Mm-hmm. So like taking like watching famous movies and like you know saying like oh when does Humphrey Bogart like when in the story does Humphrey Bogart find the Maltese Falcon like sure. where in the story does the alien meet the predator for the first time? Sure. I um I actually just a small aside but I recently did this as well. I'm I'm working I'm writing a movie just for no one no one cares except for me but <laughs> I rewatched uh, Girls Trip which is a good classic movie. Uh, to look at the structure. So <laughs> yes, yeah. When uh, yeah, I when mean, you're I done with people... Maltese Falcon, hit up Girl Strip for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they get like, when does the zipline urination scene? Come? <laughs> That's what we call the MacGuffin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, when someone pisses off a zipline. <laughs> Maybe the hardest I've laughed in a theater in my adult life. I mean, I lost my mind. I loved it so that much. Just so funny. So. <laughs> Anyway, so I and I'm like, okay, well, I have to do this. I have to do and I'm like, okay, so I have to write a movie where people go on an adventure where they, you know, here and back again, they start at home, they go off on adventure, they come back. So I'm like, oh, well, that's the whole thing with the Lord of the Rings. That's the whole thing here and back again, you know, so I'm like, okay, I'll sit down and watch one of these fucking Lord of the Rings movies, you know, again. So I turned it on. And at the end, I was like, holy shit i loved that i fucking <laughs> loved it i the sam frodo stuff made me cry oh, made yeah. me straight up cry in my living room into a cat like <laughs> and i i like i am just so hobbit wild now like so i'm doing a thing where i'm doing rings hobbit rings hobbit i watched the first hobbit movie and yeah like Sarah, like there's so much unnecessary shit in that movie like there's a there the big joke about it is like there's a there's a scene where dwarves sing a dishwashing song that does not move the plot, but it and I'm like I love that dishwashing song. That dishwashing song <laughs> would, is so fucking good. You gotta so make fun. a full movie that's just those, just the song. Yes, yep. absolutely. Wait, mm-hmm. are you sure this wasn't whistle while you work? <laughs> I think that you were. Was this animated, Jordan? No, these are real Hobbit. <laughs> um, and I'm just like, what? And like the the Gollum stuff. The go- okay, so I think our general like okay, so at the height of Lord of the Rings, the Gollum impression was so fucking annoying, right? Oh, yeah. Like it was basically Austin Powers, like a, a an annoying, not funny guy who wanted to take up all the air in the room, would just do a loud Gollum impression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh um, God. My ring. Sure. <laughs> For my wife. <laughs> she is uh, my precious. <laughs> Do I make you precious, baby? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that old that old party house party chestnut. And but like given some distance from those guys, like that it, it's such an incredible performance and an incredible character yeah uh i i don't know i was just blown away i am like i'm a hobbit guy now anyways that's my new thing i love it i love them have you seen um there's a uh, a video uh or maybe a couple videos online that i've seen of uh benedict cumberbatch in all um uh um motion capture a motion capture suit being the dragon and like rolling around on a gym mat 
It is. Oh my God. It's incredible. I, it's really great, but it's also very, very funny. <laughs> there's yeah. but nothing so I want to watch more than that. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch it over and over all night. Your night will be set. It's so good. If I can, if, if, if someone out there can sync up the behind the scenes of Benedict Cumberbatch rolling around on a gym net mat with the dwarf dishwashing song. <laughs> we'll kill Jordan. <laughs> It will kill me. I will <laughs> I will smile so big that it will bisect my head. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, that's I think that's the way to go. If yeah. you're gonna yeah. head is gonna be bisected, let it be for a fun, weird reason. Yeah, yeah. Uh I wanted to ask you guys, have you, you know, it, it, it in here we are and it's it's the great indoorsing. Have you guys like picked up any, you know, new media stuff that you like is any like movies tv shows books where you're like oh i'm into this now i that i was gonna bring it up because you said you were enjoying it and it made you tear up uh and use your cat as a kleenex which no one commented there that was uh (laughs) that's a really terrible idea (laughs) yes because your face is wet and cat hair Loves yeah. wet stuff. <laughs> yeah, even if you don't have allergies, that's how you start them. But I've <laughs> I've been overly enjoying bad movies and TV. Uh, like last night, I teared up during the Bruce Willis film uh, Hostage, uh, which I think has a twenty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. But he really cares about the kid that he's trying to negotiate out of this situation with that with that mean Ben Foster. Boy, he can be angry. And sure. I and I'm just I'm like God. This is a really good movie. And then I was realizing, maybe these aren't. Maybe every episode of Cheers isn't uh, the funniest thing in the world. Like why I I think that I am thirsty for entertainment because it's kind of all I have right now. So I'm just saying that maybe this time last year you maybe would not have appreciated the Lord of the Rings movies as much as now. It does feel like. Every reaction I have to movies is the one I would have if I was watching it on a plane. You know how they yeah. say, like, right. <laughs> you, you, the altitude makes you cry at stuff? I'm just like, oh, yeah, like, I can't believe that episode of Celebrity Family Feud ended like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great job, Kevin Nealon's family. And then I cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got off a plane after watching Meet the Millers, and I thought it was so funny. And watched it again, and I was like, "What? I think I, I had I altitude what's, sickness." What's, what's Meet the Millers? Uh, Is that the Jennifer Aniston? Yes, and uh, ex uh, Saturday Night Live guy, S- Sudeikis, uh, yeah, Jason yeah. Sudeikis. Sudeikis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought it was so funny on the plane. I to where I was looking back at my neighbors to see if they were watching it, so we could do a little dishing. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I I am enjoying uh, and crying uh, at everything. But I'm also talking to my plants, so it helps them grow. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. I sing classical music to them, and they <laughs> are growing. Uh, but yeah, I I everything's hitting me a little harder. Yeah, uh, maybe... Sarah, has your has your media diet changed at all? Um. A little bit. I uh, first I do a lot of comedy, but I only like to watch drama. <laughs> um, so I'm watching. Oh, me too. Yeah. yeah, 
like um my boyfriend watches every because he um he's a photographer and he'll like just be at home editing photos for hours and hours so he'll get through like every sitcom um and i i enjoy watching them but i if i'm gonna sit down and watch something i'm gonna watch like the good wife or um right uh, so I, I'm watching The Good Wife, <laughs> um, and also there's a show. How good is Sarah, how good is this wife? When they say good, <laughs> okay. Let me start from the beginning. Wife. She's a wife, but you're like, how good is this wife? And then how immediately, you're like, that's a good dang wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Juliana Margulies, uh, she I w- I would venture to say she's a pretty good wife, but sure, it's you not mean the a good show. Go- Good wife. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My precious Uh, wife. (laughs) There you go. Yes, that's good. We want to rope in all all of the stuff. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife, baby. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that works. Great. Um, Does she ever, does she ever, does she aspire to greatness? Could this wife ever be a great wife? You know what? (laughs) I think she's great, but you know that's okay. just me. I'm on the outside. I'm stuck in my house. Uh, we're at it's subjective. Ten thousand feet, so who knows? <laughs> right? Yes, we're all perpetually at ten thousand feet, <laughs> just eating little tiny pretzels and crying at B minus movies. Well, Sarah, Sarah, while your boyfriend is editing photos, he's uh. just listening to these sitcoms, right? He's not yeah. actually watching. Right? I was. I've been doing a lot of illustration. Uh, again, uh, panicked that stand-up is no longer a job, and I am just listening to episodes of Cheers and episodes of Forensic Files, and you know, you know that sitcom. And then, uh, yeah, those are pretty. T- you you listed those like they were in the same category. It is just background. It's the next one is going to start up again. I yeah. look up and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Uh, and sitcoms are perfect for it because you can tune in and tune out, um, like arrive halfway into an episode and be like, oh, I get what this is about. I get yeah. oh, you're mad at the other one. So yeah, okay. yeah. Ooh, <laughs> sure. that golden girl is still promiscuous. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been, man, golden girls is very good. I know it's like kind so of a good. joke that, you know, dudes will say I, that they like the golden girls to get a laugh or something, but I, they're all being serious because it's such a, Joke heavy, terrifically written show. I it's so I good. really have been enjoying the Golden Girls, and it is calming, and makes me think of when I was younger, and and then it's easier for me to draw. My hands stop shaking. I have been watching a ton of cooking shows, but I only <laughs> like the ones, um, like you said, soothing. I like the ones that are soothing because I don't yeah. need anything unsoothing right now <laughs> yeah um so like, it's what is the although i will say like what is the what is the non-soothing cooking show oh, is it like it's like well, i guess guy fieri is not soothing, or that gordon ramsay prick yeah, like yeah. The, oh sure yeah yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah yeah it's like you're you've been fucked you call this meatloaf <laughs> asshole like those shows <laughs> they're not fun no uh to watch but yes the the yeah, whole even like, home cake boss it, it just it's just yeah. someone who's like being an asshole for no reason i'm like i just right. want yeah, yeah. someone cook a nice thing yeah yeah why do we have to imblo- involve the mafia <laughs> I, yeah i i was uh i've been getting interested in all these like the world's most extraordinary homes uh oh yeah and just architectural uh shows and i've started uh 
making dollhouses. Uh, I've ordered these kits, and I've gotten really into it. And uh, I'm really happy with what I've made, and now I want to start doing stop-motion animation inside these little dioramas I've made. And these are things I would not have done before quarantine. Yeah. Yeah, Chris, I actually kind of wanted to talk about this. It seems, um, from where I'm sitting, that you've become a little bit of an interior design influencer Ooh. these past couple months. Uh, like you, you've been, like, getting into... You were, like, on a morning show, right? Yeah, I was, and that's... Oh, yeah, yeah. They, I did a <laughs> tour of my apartment, and uh, I've done that on a few shows. Uh, I mean, I started by buying this photo mural and you can find it online it's 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 a four or eight piece puzzle of not puzzle it's just you put it up in panels but in the end you like I have one wall that is a tropical sunset with palm trees and then in my bedroom it's a snowy like a hazy mountain situation and so then that dictated the rest of my like I turned my bedroom into a cabin uh, with lanterns and snowshoes on the wall and fake grass on the floor. And, this is your uh, real, your real. Yeah, I yeah. love it. And well, yeah, I th- I've never lived alone and I've never had free reign on what I would do within an apartment and. I probably won't get my deposit back because of the light fixtures and everything <laughs> I've put in. But sure, all the taxidermy, uh, yeah. the fire, the fireplace you knocked out a wall to build. I almost got taxidermy, but I don't. <laughs> I don't want to kill animals, so I don't. I have some fake moose horns and uh, stuff in my in my uh, in my bedroom with my Boy Scout pajamas. Whoops! And then, but <laughs> but I was gonna get a tent on my bed, like you can oh, buy these. Brian, bed tents. take that thing. Brian, take that thing. Uh, Chris said about uh, Boy Scout pajamas and make it louder. Make it louder in the episode. <laughs> yeah, so it can... seems like he's screaming Boy Scout pajamas. <laughs> just repeat it. Make it just uh, be a, a loop for the next yeah, yeah. seconds. See if yeah. someone online t- puts a beat behind it and does a remix. <laughs> I want to sure. get famous. I want to be the new hide your kids, hide your wife guy. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, it could be a famous ringtone. Boy yeah. Scout pajamas. <laughs> Boy Scout pajamas. <laughs> but I uh, actually, right now, I am I have my uh, laptop on this uh, vintage pic- picnic basket that I got for my room. I don't know. The point is, yeah, I went overboard with these themed areas of my apartment and uh and yeah you're right people started accusing me of being a uh interior designer so now i'm like maybe it is something i am interested in and that has happened yeah like you said in the last few months it's kind of funny with the dollhouses are you worried about uh hauntings <laughs> just a little tiny <laughs> very small ghosts yeah 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 wee, wee little hauntings <laughs> just just gulliver gulliver's travels size ho- uh, ghosts god it's hard for me to say that uh yeah i actually when i first moved into this place i was 100 percent sure it was haunted and lit some sage and said some things and i <laughs> I opened a portal. What do you portal. mean by some things? What did you uh, say? Some stuff I made up, like quit <laughs> hiding my tools when I'm doing things, and then 
putting them back when I'm upset, okay? Little dead boy. I assumed it was a little dead boy because sure. yeah, these were a safe, a safe these were pranky little Dennis the Menace type things. I literally was put, hanging pictures, set down the hammer, and I looked down and the hammer wasn't there anymore. And I was immediately freaked out because yeah. I knew I had just put it down. Well, I have and a question. I, oh, sorry. Continue. But no, I no, no. I, I'm just not into, I've never been into ghosts or believed in that. And I had a couple weird things happen. And I think I know why it happened. Oh, that, that was my question. Because I feel like I, um, I don't disbelieve people who believe in ghosts. Right. Uh, you know, I, uh, one of my very close friends lived like in a theater, um, that uh, anyway, it was part of this very old, old building and she believed in ghosts, but also would like feel energies and she could hear things. And, you know, she and her husband believe in ghosts and I would go there and be like, I, I fully believe her, but I just, it's not for me. So I think, I almost feel like the ghosts, if they're there, are like, don't even bother with Sarah. She's not. Yeah, that's what I've thought my whole life. If I was experiencing any ghost situations, experiencing them, I uh, like in Austin, I had to paint these walls in a in the what is known. It's on. It's in the haunted registry. People like do tours of it. It's across from the Driscoll Theater in Austin, which is famously haunted. And I was painting this mural during the day and just shit was happening all around me, but I just thought people were working. And then this guy showed up and said, Hey, sorry, I had to lock you in, but you can go to lunch now if you want. And I'm like, no, there's other people working. And he's like, no, that's ghosts. (laughs) So I had been ignoring it. Just a real super jaded groundskeeper. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) And even then I didn't care. It wasn't until I had, like a close friend die and my mom die in real life where I was like, I felt energy things. And mm-hmm. and then that kind of opened things up a little bit, but not to where I would say I was a ghost person. Then what I did in my apartment is there was this painted shut uh, short door in the wall and I wanted to know what was behind it. So I uh, a cut a seam, you know, it had been painted over for 30 years or something. There's like three different colors of paint that I chiseled through and I opened it and it was this kind of cool ironing board that went up like a Murphy bed against the wall. Oh yeah, I have one of those in my apartment. Yeah, yeah, and there's like a gear system. It's like uh, iron, uh, cast iron, these gears. It's it's really kind of cool. But the minute I opened that up, it seemed like I was, things were falling down in the kitchen I would hear noises that would wake me up of things falling down and they would fall in a weird way. Mm. Uh, And I know this. So you think you released a ghost that was killed in some sort of ironing accident. Uh, Yes. (laughs) What a way to go, right? Yeah. There's a lot of bad ways to die by iron. Yeah, yeah. His last screaming words were, oh, you're supposed to take the shirt off. (laughs) I, 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 but I, I just Spritz it with a little water first. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Try steaming, you dumb dead kid. But, uh, but yeah, I, I did shut the door and I lit candles and saged around it. I didn't know what, I talked to a friend, uh, an ex-girlfriend that is, that knows about these things. And she told me what to say. And, and then I shut the door and I haven't opened it since. And honestly, I haven't experienced anything. We've, I think that's, I think you've, you've hit on something really interesting. Yeah. Uh, 
we've all got a ghost ex, right? Like we've yeah. all got an ex uh-huh. that's super into ghosts. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, isn't that a movie? My super haunted ex-girlfriend or something? <laughs> A girl, st- a ghost of girlfriends past. I think. Uh, well, not that I've seen it, you guys, and enjoyed it because it <laughs> no, was quarantine. Sure, sure cried, of course not. <laughs> I cried for each ex-girlfriend of the past. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I now that nothing's happened, I feel like maybe I was just going crazy. So yes, like Sarah, I, I'm like I'm still skeptical, but I know that uh, these energies or whatever. And I was raised by parents that said you just die and nothing happens after that. Like, I'm not a spiritual person, but I've kind of become one after people pass away and then you experience things uh, that really strongly, it's almost like you feel it more than you see a hazy apparition or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, And now I do kind of believe in ghosts. Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Do it. it. I'm not about to be a ghost hunter. (laughs) You just want to provide them with a tiny dollhouse to live in. Yes. Oh, yes. Back to the important stuff. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I I do want to do some Wallace and Gromit-like animation because the detail in this, it's just taking photos of it. I was like, oh, man, that would be the coolest backdrop for some claymation. So... I've ordered more dollhouses and I'm just going to put them on my bookshelf and set up a tripod and take pictures and try and put them together. I don't know what I'm doing yet, but that's my plan because I think I'm going to be locked in my apartment for a while. Right, guys? (laughs) Uh, Can't wait. Nah, man, I'm headed down to Huntington Beach to do some Irish car bombs and cough in my (laughs) friends' mouths because we're all about personal liberty. Yeah, like like Sammy Hagar just said, people used to die for our freedom in wars. So right. I'm willing to die on stage and take some people <laughs> with me because the economy is American freedom or something like that. That all makes perfect sense. I saw a tweet. Uh, I, I can't remember who said it, but it's retweeted if you're following me on, Insta- on Instagram, on Twitter. Um, mm. But it was someone saying, can you imagine if right in the middle of contagion, um, uh, Matt Damon decided to go to a bar, and that's what it feels like. <laughs> oh like, yeah, that, that's that's great. It's yeah, great just go tweet. to nickel. Just go to nickel wing night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, hobbies and homemaking, uh, Sarah, I wanted to ask you uh, about your interest in the video game Animal Crossing. Oh, I'm so happy you asked. <laughs> <laughs> Um, because that, that, uh, I mentioned loving cooking shows cause they're soothing. Um, especially like the great British bake off animal oh, crossing yeah, yeah, yeah. is just the same thing. It's just, um, it's kind of, uh, what, uh, what you're doing, Chris, of all you're doing is you like, you have a little house and you set it up and you like get little furniture. And then one day you decide that you want this to be a, a band room or you want this to be a right. winter themed room. Sure. Sure. It's a dream. Were you a were you a video game person pre Animal Crossing? Not really. I like a game. Um, I grew up, play, you know, having like Super Nintendo and playing like light, uh, lightly video games. But I wasn't a huge video game. I played a lot of computer games more. But I like a game that I don't need to be great at um, hand eye coordination because I feel like 
uh, not to generalize, but lots of boys and uh, some girls who are not like me just grew up and have been playing video games since they were like old enough to hold something. <laughs> um, sure. And I think a lot of video games are built for those people. And I'm like, I'm just not going to be that. But I can set up a house and I can uh, catch butterflies. <laughs> so well, what, yeah, what is Animal Crossing? Is it kind of like Sims then? Or how, yes. How, what are you building? Um, yeah, you are. Uh, it is very much like Sims. And I also play Sims. So perfect, Chris. I love this. Yeah. Um, God, you, I got lucky. You really did. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, you're sent to an island, a little tropical island that um, becomes habitated. Uh, sure, um, by <laughs> little animal neighbors, um, and the whole point of the game is just like develop the island. If you want to build a bridge, might be fun. You don't have to <laughs> meet some friends, invite someone to move into your island, visit another island. It's so. Um, it's so lame and I love it so very much. Right. So that is the part that is a lot like Sims is that you're just watching your little avatar person do mundane tasks, but you're, uh, you're controlling the person. So, right, right. But you get to yeah. watch the neighbors do their little mundane tasks and Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I've never played Sims, but I know that you, <laughs> you just kind of watch what's happening. Yeah. yeah. It's like voyeuristic. So almost. Yeah. It's, what is your... What does your island look like currently? Um, well, I've uh, I built a gym by the ocean. Um, it's <laughs> that sounds really beautiful. It's really nice. I recently, you know, was getting bored with it because I've had it for a little while, so I made the gym haunted. Um, <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah, that's that's a fun way to spice things. It's up. fun. <laughs> I've got I've got a, a, you know, and I might say that if if there's anybody out there who's looking to spice things up, maybe try turning your long term relationship haunted. I mean, it makes it new. It makes it different. Right. What's the difference between being scared and being excited? I don't know anymore. Honestly, it's, it's yeah. I mean, it's a very, it's a very small. I mean, it's a, it's a, a you know, it's it's a rising in the blood pressure. Or, mm -hmm. uh, 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 the heart rate speeds up. I mean, the unexpected. You know, you know. Sure. Yeah. I mean, in the middle of love making, your partner's face turns into your mom's face and sure. calls you a liar. Like, <laughs> I think I've had that dream actually. Uh, I've had that ex. Uh. Yeah, we've all. We all, yes, we've all had that ex whose face turns into our mom's yeah. face uh, and then calls us a liar. Yes, yes. Uh, so you have a, a haunted gym by the sea. Sure. Yeah. Um, I put a um, like a a big church organ out behind the uh, the climbing wall. So that feels very spooky. I got a skeleton out there. Um, we we've got a little restaurant we're building. Oh, that's um, fun. Yeah, it's fun. That's always been that's always been your dream. Just to I've, like always wanted Ditch a little, Hollywood yes. and open up that little cafe. <laughs> yeah, just for a bunch of animal neighbors. Right. It's a dream. <laughs> What's the shit with the turnips? I don't understand it. Okay. What what how do you I see people tweeting about turnips and turnip <laughs> prices and I don't get it. Okay. So every day on the island, um, one you already of... lost me. <laughs> <laughs> I've already, I've already tuned out. Okay, so let me explain what days are and a calendar okay, system. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the year of our Lord, uh, Christ's birth. Yeah, sure. So every day of the week, a new, um, you get a new visitor to your island, um, and the visitor is uh, someone who like is there to. There's a guy who comes and sells like shoes 
and purses. Um, and then there's a guy who tries to sell His name is Red and he's a shifty guy, but he sells you art that is either fake or real. And you take to the museum to test it out. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> there's <laughs> every day you get one different one. So uh, each week, you know, you rotate, rotate through different, um, different visitors. But every Sunday, there's this little, um, God, is she like a little pig? She's probably, I'm going to say she's a little pig. Um, don't roast me if I'm wrong. Um, but <laughs> she sells, uh, she sells turnips. And then every day you have a store on your island. Um, every single day you can check um, uh, to sell your turnips and see what the price is. And the price goes up and down. Usually for me, it's very, very, very low. But every now and then it's up. I This sounds like something I would not like. But... <laughs> But you know what? I was so wrong about Lord of the Rings, which is yeah. great. I don't know. Maybe this is uh, maybe this is something I need to entertain. I need to broaden my horizons. Well, I have a it. it, it so turnips are an essentially a currency. Kinda. You can't. It's uh, it's it's truly. They call it playing the stock market. S T A L K. Oh, um, sure. You no, know, I yeah. was wrong. This game is very good. <laughs> well that's yeah if it's an island with just animals it it i thought it was like a deserted island and so i assumed in your gym the there would be a bamboo exercise bicycle <laughs> but now you're saying there's a museum yeah. and salespeople, and it's it's not just a professor selling a repaired radio <laughs> it sure, is, yeah you're thinking of they they Gilligan's have island it sounds like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I was gonna, I was gonna do a couple more of those until it really the Gilligan's Island thing really. Sure, sunk in. but Sarah, the Harlem, another. the Harlem Globetrotters show up every now and then, right? <laughs> yes, yes. What a dream. Yeah. Um, and um, they teach you basketball one day a week. <laughs> right. Uh, well, I think we've learned a lot about dollhouses and the video game Animal Crossing. Uh, why don't we take a little break and then we'll come back for more. Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Sarah Claspell, girl scientist. And I'm Chris Fairbanks, old lighthouse operator. <laughs> <laughs> you should get I saw this movie you should get a young lighthouse operator uh, fart on him catch him masturbating <laughs> to a tiny stone mermaid uh, but it'll the, it'll be delightful is that- won't that drive him to kill a seagull with his bare hands <laughs> you'll have to wait and see oh. and you'll cry like a baby this is my favorite way to watch that movie because I don't I, I don't really want to but I want to hear all of these details yeah, it's 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 a lot, but it's really really good. All right. Yeah, it is good. It's very strange, and uh, it's shot in an interesting way, and uh, but it's kind of scary. Yeah, <laughs> it is a little bit scary. It's one of those uh, yeah. that I know I will like, but I'm uh, I just haven't gotten around to feeling in the mood to watch watch a weird one. Yeah, it's tough in this situation to like sit down to watch a challenging movie. You know, right. like, yeah. oh, this is going to be a like, you know, intellectual. Like, I sat down, like, 
Ah, fuck. Eraserheads on Turner Classic Movies for two more days. I've never seen fucking Eraserhead, so I sat down and watched Eraserhead, and I'm like, all right, well, now I've seen it, and I'm now I'm bummed for a day and a half anyway. <laughs> Just watched Lord yeah. of the Rings and uh, lesser direct-to-DVD Bruce Willis movies. Right, right. Yeah, The Lighthouse is basically about two people in a confined place getting sick of each other. It's not the movie for these times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I mean, but if anybody, I started, I started drinking my own pee two days into this thing. <laughs> Boy, did I jump the gun. Sorry. Yeah, and if okay, anybody out enough. there, if any of our listeners have. Um, <laughs> The Lord of the Rings GameCube game or a, a Tiny Stone Mermaid. You can just send those to my uh, P.O. box. <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, anyway, uh, we happen to have some telephone calls from people who gave us a call at 206-984-4FUN to tell us about what's going on with them. Brian, uh, play that first call. Hello, Jordan, Jesse, and... I'm going to go out on a limb and say Sarah Cooper. Oh, close. Uh, I've got a momentous occasion. Um, So I'm an American who just sort of happened to be in Japan uh, when all of the pandemic stuff started to get very serious. And as a result, um, have been, quote unquote, stuck here for the last several months. Um, I'm in Kyoto. And just two days ago, I discovered that there is an otter cafe in Kyoto. Um, I tried to go yesterday, but it was closed. Today I managed to go, and long story short, spent an hour petting otters and having otters climb on me and (laughs) having an otter try to steal my glasses. And that seemed pretty momentous. Anyway, that's it. You guys are great. Uh, Stay safe and healthy. Bye. What the fuck? This stupid what? country is so much worse than Japan. <laughs> Japan rules. What? Yeah. They have all these themed cats. An otter stole his glasses? That's so I mean, cute. We have cat cafes and they're great, but yeah. nothing like an otter cafe. I know. Yeah. They just fucking left us in the dust. <sighs> I hope the otter laid on his back and grabbed his glasses and broke it with an abalone shell. Sure. But they are so cute. I guess I guess the concern when going to an otter cafe, I hear they do mate for life. So I guess there is the concern that the otter could um, bond with you and then die of grief when you leave. Sure. Oh, my or, God. That's terrifying. Or you have to marry an otter. Yeah. Right. Which, right yeah. Although, I don't know. Uh, you know, you float around on your back. You hold hands. Sounds You're eating a good. lot of sea- fresh seafood. Oh, I can't yeah. hate that. Amazing. Yeah. You have a Mediterranean <laughs> diet. And... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like a little slice of heaven. If there's any otters out there, call me. <laughs> or just send a letter to my P.O. box. <laughs> yeah. Hey, otters, uh, first, learn how to write. Um, secondly, <laughs> send a letter lands. to Jordan's P.O. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just a little p- tiny pencil, little <laughs> little pencil. pencil. Yeah, oh, little otter pencil. Little pencil. <gasps> oh, God. Cute. Uh, yeah, I have been to the, I have been to the cat cafes out here and they are very fun. It is fun to have, to have access to many cats while having coffee. Sure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, 
But yeah, I mean, I thought that was just a famous cafe in Portland. Oh, I don't know. Do they? Yeah, they have them out here. It's not. Yeah, I mean, I, I that, do not doubt they have it in Portland. That I mean, it's a pretty. Portland yeah, it thing. seemed very, a very Portland thing, and that's why they had us do that as a Bridgetown Comedy Festival outing. But I never woke up early enough to go have coffee with cats. You know, I love cats, but I thought you were gonna say you got to do stand up at the cat cafe. Cause that's perfect. <laughs> no. Yeah. It was one of the daytime activities uh-huh. along with like an arcade and stuff like that. And I, I was always hung over and sleeping. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would love to try and do stand up at a cat cafe and cater it to the cats. Oh my God. All cat jokes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a stand-up, but I think I could be for cat jokes. Sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll rearrange the... my whole life to do this. <laughs> so, uh, you know you know when you're hiding under the couch because the vacuum scares you? You know what I'm talking about. This guy you knows guys, what I'm talking this guy, about. This asshole knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love calling a cat an asshole. Nah, I, don't, I, don't come where, I don't come down to where you work and knock the mouse out of your mouth. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh my cat is uh we have like a like an outdoor cat now who who like hangs around in the little yard behind our apartment and he he's very cute. He'll he'll kind of look at my cat through the, you know, kind of big window that looks out uh over the yard and um the other day and he'll and they'll just kind of and it doesn't agitate her anymore but she just they kind of like to just look at each other it's it's quite cute mm-hmm. um and the other day though he rolled up with a a mouse in his mouth that was still moving it was like fighting in his mouth and he just sat there and stared at my cat with it in his mouth and <laughs> it, it, it what what she must think he's doing out there like <laughs> like is i wondered if like that seemed appealing to her or if she's like oh thank god i don't have to do that but oh because your cat's a fully indoor cat yeah she's fully understand. indoor and has not had to hunt like she'll you know she'll yeah. chase a fly but um but yeah seeing that just kind of like bloodthirsty awful nature up close i imagine um yeah would be pretty mind-blowing if she had a human mind uh, which i attribute to her sometimes <laughs> Yeah, I constantly, uh, me and my uh, boyfriend constantly talk about how our cats would die immediately if they got out, um, because they're very friendly and they will um, show their bellies to any stranger. Um, (laughs) We've had parties with like twenty people over, and the cats will fall asleep in the middle of the floor and don't care that anyone is close to stepping on them. Um, And yeah, they can't. They will, uh, they'll like chase a fly, but as soon as they get the fly, they'll look at it like, what's your deal? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yeah. eat it or leave it alone. Sure. Yeah, you got Yeah, your your cat probably didn't recognize this other cat's outdoor power moves. <laughs> yeah, I know. It might not even have registered to her. I was like, yeah. I, that's something that I could possibly do. That's funny though, Sarah. I The other day, I there's just a cat in my neighborhood, uh... That looks a little, is definitely an outdoor cat, but has a collar. Mm-hmm. Uh, but totally, I'm like, hey, how you doing? And went straight to his back. And <laughs> and I just started petting him. And I immediately thought of like, well, there's people out there that, I'm like, where are your parents? <laughs> you know, sure. like, I was a little worried for a cat that, that uh, gave it up. So are you yeah. on drugs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, Brian, we got another phone call in there? Hi, Jordan, Jesse, Sunny D, and I'm going to guess uh, McElroy. Uh, <laughs> have a momentous occasion. Me and my wife are out hiking, foraging for wild mushrooms, and we came across a patch of wild dildos. <laughs> um, two purple and a blue, and then one of those... I guess, sleeves that you put over a dildo or a penis. It's, like, studded. <laughs> Anyways, I'll send pictures. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I did not know those grew in the wild. That's... Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, me. I think I think the farm-to-table dildo movement has been really influential yeah. <laughs> and really changed, um, you know, how we, how we get off, I think. Um, that... I okay sleeve I guess maybe I don't know enough about dildos well I think is she talking about like um god what is the name of it it's like um I don't want to describe it but it's like a it's like a cup with like a, a rubber hole oh this is so gross yeah the like the inner workings of a fleshlight yes a fleshlight that's what I'm yeah thinking. huh yeah I think it's just a sheath like carrying case for those dildos on the go. Right. Yeah, sure. It's easy. <laughs> like a carrying a carrying right. thing. Like a, you put a tent in. So you know yeah, you, so you know you can get it through airport security. You know, it it can yeah, sure. it can yeah. stow safely in your overhead compartment. It's got right. a handle just, so you, it looks like a little briefcase. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> I just sling mine over my shoulder. Um <laughs> uh, in the airport. I I don't guys, I was kidding. <laughs> Hey, I, uh, I, you know, I basically all, all my anecdotes are like, I saw on one of my dumb little walks, you know, those dumb little walks you got to go on. I <laughs> saw on one of my dumb little walks and I saw a, just in the dirt, a pile of like self-help books, like, um, you know, like lean in was in there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, you know, be, be something called like be be great, not good. Um, I know a certain wife who could maybe use that one. Um, and uh, Juliana Margulies, are you listening? Sure, yeah. <laughs> Juliana, call us. Um, in that pile of self help books was a copy of the Kama Sutra, and I yeah, it really it it. I got kind of bummed out when I thought about like the stories that would lead to someone throwing out all their self-help books and their copy of the Kama Sutra. <laughs> or they're like, I've perfected my life. I've, oh, yeah. um, I've self-helped and I've learned every Kama Sutra this, move. <laughs> this, this manual has nothing else to teach me. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe I I automatically went negative, but maybe it's a person who has become so self-actualized and such a fuck pro that they don't <laughs> they want to they want to free up some space on the bookshelf. Yeah. Uh, to maybe read the Southern Reach trilogy finally. Yeah, yeah. How to learn things. karate. Sure. <laughs> other books. Yeah. How to incorporate karate into your lovemaking. <laughs> I know this shouldn't be weird, but I feel like it would be so weird to get a used sex book. Um, yeah. Just knowing, not that someone is like jacking off with the book, though maybe, and right. no shade, I suppose. Sure. But um, to know that someone is looking at the book and then like looking at their genitals being like, here we go. <laughs> you don't I think like that every time. Yeah. I, yeah, it's. 
or that they, when I was a kid, someone, a friend of mine that was maybe older, like 11 or something, uh, told me about masturbation and said that he used magazines to do it and I didn't understand it. <laughs> so I actually rolled up a magazine and tried to masturbate with the physical Listen, magazine. I don't, I don't, which is hilarious. It sounds made up, but I really, I don't blame your friend. I blame Prince for disseminating <laughs> bad information about what a certain darling Nikki was doing. <laughs> oh, wait, I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah, you got to break down the lyrics. Oh, for me. yeah, eh, that's it. She says she was a sex fiend masturbating with a magazine, you know. That, I don't oh, want to do thank it. You. See, did you, did no, you guys get a that? lot of people needed that. A lot of people needed that. Okay. I'm, well, thank you for encouraging me to kind of half acidly explain my joke. I appreciate thank it. Thank you. I'm, uh, I'm, here, I, I'm here to help. I live to give. <laughs> Um, uh, Brian, uh, our producer tells me that we have, uh, yet another entrant, um, in our, um, ongoing segment, uh, songs about Walton Goggins's vodka brand. Um, Sarah, (laughs) for, for you and Chris, um, this is an ongoing bit we have where people write songs about Walton Goggins's vodka brand. Uh, why <laughs> Why are, are we doing this? Uh, no reason. It just is something that's happening. They're getting more elaborate, more uh, <laughs> more meticulously produced. Um, we're actually planning something very special for these because they, they just keep coming. So actually, so if you have not heard your Walton Goggins song on the show, uh, don't fret. Uh, we're planning a special... <laughs> Um, all Goggins song uh, uh, special for the very near future. So, uh, so we thank you for your patience. Uh, but, uh, but Brian tells us that uh, that he has one that's uh, uh, a real doozy. Brian, do you want to play that for us? Uh, yeah, this is from a guy named James Yates. It's an original song he wrote for us. Goggins. From the radio sweetheart or detective They told me to record a track For a certain film and TV actor Timberlake, Jay-Z, Diddy, all them fellows, Danny DeVito's living shallow, Billy 
Gibbons is ZZ Top Guy. Heard him recently on Bullseye. David Beckham, Channing Tatum. Not as good, but I don't hate him. Willie Nelson, <laughs> Sammy Hagar, Ryan Reynolds, cue the guitar. I, you know, I think obviously, um, you know, like much like wives, these Goggins songs fall into se- several categories. There's good, there's great, <laughs> but I think this is in a rarefied air. I'm going to go ahead and say God tier. There's a few, <laughs> a few we've heard that I would, I would categorize as God tier, and I think this is it. Yeah. This is, yeah, that was, this is a bop. Yes, this is a bop. A, this is a damn bop. It's a damn bop. I, I love how unmistakably the the rap style was that of Deborah Harry. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it was kind of in the style <laughs> Driving of, cars uh, and you'd live in bars. And, <laughs> yeah, it was like that. The exact uh, blondie hip hop. That was great. Though. Rhyming yeah. villain with distillin um, just yeah. won my heart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I didn't know who we were talking about until he described his work with uh, and then Hateful Eight and uh, and and Danny McBride. I was like, oh, that <laughs> yeah, guy. that guy. Okay, yeah, that Keep guy. Keep on exactly. rapping, that guy. <laughs> uh, he has his own vodka now. Anyway, um, that's great. <laughs> he left out George Clooney though, who makes uh, Casamigos. Oh yeah, Casamigos mm-hmm. tequila, pretty good. Hey, I'm just giving notes. Like <laughs> if we were in a studio or right, something. Right. Yeah. And while let's roll it again. And yeah. And while it was playing, Chris, you were you had your hand over one ear and you were giving the the thumbs up because you wanted Brian I to was, crank it. I was thumbs up, <laughs> thumbs down, thumbs up, and then I did an A OK. <laughs> Uh, well, yes. Thank you to everybody uh, who's been submitting Goggins vodka songs. Uh, we've got a we've got a special uh, Goggins vodka treat coming coming your way pretty soon. So uh, keep it right here and keep subscribed to Jordan Jesse Go. We'll be back in a minute. La, 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 la. I started listening to Ono Ross and Carrie shortly after I broke my arm, and the doctor had told me I'd never walk again. I couldn't get my book started. I was lost, honestly. I knew it was time to make a change. There's something about Oh No, Ross and Carrie that you just can't get anywhere else. They're thought leaders, discoverers, founders. I'd call them heroes. Ross and Carrie don't just report on fringe science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal. They take part themselves. They show up so you don't have to. But you might find that you want to. My arm is better. I can walk again. I wrote an entire book this weekend. It's terrible, but I did it. Just go to MaximumFun.org. Thank Thank you, you, Ross and Carrie. Ona Ross and Carrie is just a podcast. It doesn't do anything. It's just sounds you listen to in your ears. All these people are made up. Goodbye. Strange planets, curious technology, and a fantastic vision of the distant future 
featuring Martin Starr. So we're going on day 14. Shuttle still hasn't come. Aparna Nancherla. The security system provides you with emotional security. You do the rest. Echo Kellum. Can you disconnect me or not? Hurry Kondabolu. I'm staying. From Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Jeffrey McGiver. Could you play Cindy Lauper's Girls Just Want to Have Fun? It's The Outer Reach. Stories from Beyond. Now available for free at MaximumFun.org or anywhere you listen. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Sarah Glassbell, a lady scientist. And I'm Chris Fairbanks, Willem Dafoe. <laughs> wow, really? You yes, yes. If you look time? closely, you can see there is uh, breathing gills on my neck, and I spend <laughs> half my time underwater. You see, I'm a, I'm a man of the sea. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Literally, I live in the sea. Well, thank you guys uh, so much for being on the show today. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about where people can uh, experience your comedy. Uh, Sarah, you said you are uh, doing live streaming shows with the uh, Asian AF Comedy Tour. Yes, we um, Asian AF is doing shows um, every two weeks. Uh, we're doing improv shows. We interview Asian American uh, actors and comedians. We had uh, Lou Diamond Phillips on about a month wow. ago. Okay. And, Talk know, about classic hunks. Are all the guests classic hunks from the eighties? <laughs> I would say that every single guest so far is a, um, if not a classic hunk, a classic or a new new wave hunk. Okay. Wow. <laughs> new, <laughs> but they're hunk. hunks left and right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a new hunk. Um, but yeah, we have those uh, every two weeks, and we're doing uh, we're uh, using the platform to kind of get people to donate to different causes every week. So it's it's funny, but it also is like, hey. We're trying to donate to good causes, so that feels fun. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. is there a place people should make sure to check back if they want to watch those shows? For sure. Um, check out um, Asian AF's Instagram or Twitter at Asian AF Show. Um, and the shows are on YouTube. Um, you can watch them live. Um, or you can you can also find me at Class B, and I will also promote um, on, on all my stuff. Uh, Chris Fairbanks, um, you are a uh, fantastic stand-up comedian. Thanks. Uh, people have not seen you do stand-up comedy. Uh, a good way to do that would be to uh, rent or buy your new stand-up special, Rescue Cactus. Yes, it is a uh, something I made uh, or recorded a year ago and decided to pick the worst time in uh, <laughs> my lifetime, the history of my life, to release and or not it I feel great having people watch it right now because a lot of people are saying this is I needed to watch something funny right now everything is uh, there's a lot going on but it is it's so hard for me to promote it uh like I feel like uh, especially last week when it was coming out I was like in the midst of only using my uh social media to talk about uh people being murdered by cops and and mm -hmm. and uh and then all of a sudden I'm like hey watch my comedy special so it, it feels <laughs> like a weird time to promote it but I but I have been anyway uh and and uh and it's been getting I've been getting a lot of great feedback and I'm pretty excited about it yeah I I watched it over the weekend and it, it's so hilarious uh and it was so like yeah it was so nice just to laugh at 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 
that very special kind of of Chris Fairbanks nonsense. It, Thank it's you. really really funny. The like energy is so great. It, it like reminded me of you know being at a great live comedy show. Uh, and special bonus for uh, eagle-eyed viewers: uh, there's a Jordan Jesse Go shirt in the audience. Oh, oh wow! Cool. Yeah. So uh, so there you go. Uh, Rescue cactus. It it it's really really hilarious. Um, uh, yeah, you, what's the where's the uh, you bless, can bless, it bless, is it is that. a Vimeo on demand. So I mean, if you if you just Google Rescue Cactus, it'll come up. But but it right now it's on a website called We're Gnarly, uh, W E R E N A R L Y. So gnarly without the G. Uh, I wanted to make it as confusing as possible. And uh, but <laughs> it is a website. The guy, the, my friend that made it, used to make snowboard videos uh, in another lifetime. And I knew him back then, twenty years ago. And and we kind of randomly got reunited through, via Ron Babcock, actually. And uh, we had been making some comedy videos, and then and then he proposed the idea of uh, self-producing a stand-up special, and and we just used. Uh, a website he already owned and uh so it's at weird gnarly or yeah vimeo on demand uh rescue cactus uh yeah it is a great use of uh, a couple of bucks chris fairbanks rescue cactus uh get it um well yeah that's all for today's jordan jesse go brian sunny d fernandez is our producer and he is boy he is really working overtime these days so uh <laughs> yeah big big thanks to brian for uh for for keeping this uh ship afloat and off the rocks much like a lighthouse <laughs> occupied <laughs> by Borat and uh, Pegu sells turnips. <laughs> Trying to bring it all around for the end. My lighthouse. My lighthouse. Our theme music is Love You by The Free Design. Uh, you can talk about the show on Twitter. Just use the hashtag JJGo. Uh, MaximumFun.reddit.com is another place you can go to talk about the show. Uh, we will be back with more next week. Uh, hopefully, Jesse um, will be raring to go by next week. Um, yeah, send in, send in good thoughts and, and good vibes to the uh, Thorn family. Uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.